everybody. This is uh, We Saint It. I don't want to say two intros, but basically what we're doing, the song that you're listening to is... Is the theme song to Wonder Woman. This yes. is uh, written and composed by Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL. This was from the Batman vs. Superman film. And this is pretty much the official Wonder Woman theme song from the new uh, DC films. Yep. And I think uh, she has a pretty... I think she has like the most badass song out, out of, of all the characters. Out of every comic book movie. <clears throat> period. Period. She has it. Because no other song makes us bust into air guitar like yeah. this one. That shit is hot. That shit is badass. It reminds me of Xena meets um, uh, just throw in your favorite rock band. <laughs> <laughs> it's dope. It's fucking dope. Uh, this week's episode, we uh, discuss what are we talking about? Oh, we talk about The Office, my disdain for Michael Scott. We talk about uh, The Walking Dead. Are we talking about the intro? Are we doing the intro yeah. right now or are we doing the outro? I thought, we were intro. Do- I thought this was the outro. You thought this was the outro? <laughs> you gotta do the intro. I thought you gotta this was the intro first. Okay, so yes, on this episode, <laughs> we talk about funny ha- uh, Halloween costumes. We talk about the season premiere of The Walking Dead. We yep. talk about the trailers for Doctor Strange, Wonder Woman, Life, Trainspotting, Passenger, and Arrival. We talk about um, how Pat thinks uh, the Office uh, Michael Scott character is highly overrated. Mm-hmm. And we go into uh, what if we change the Titanic scene where uh, Jack ends up not dying from yeah. freezing to death. Um, and uh, we add our own little twist to it. Yeah, definitely. Hope you enjoy. Everybody, hello, and this is We Seen It. I Seen It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on movies, TV, and all entertainments in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how's everybody doing today? Things still a little, uh, a little hungover <laughs> for uh, lack of a better word from Halloween and that scare fest that we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who weren't able to haven't been able to catch up yet with uh, what happened at Scarefest. The Shining ended up winning. Yeah, I think we, it was. We kind of Steve Harveyed that uh, those results because technically it should have been Halloween. Halloween. That we started calling a whole bunch of people, and started asking them their opinion, and because of that, The Shining took it. The Shining took it. Um, My wife still can't believe that Halloween beat The Exorcist. Halloween's a better movie than The Exorcist. <laughs> it's a better movie, just <clears throat> based off of merit. If we're going off of merit alone, Halloween's a better movie. Oh shit! Just a better. I I seriously would watch Halloween just for the because I know what I'm getting into when I'm watching Halloween. I don't need to. There's like there's doors. There's hidden doors. It's like an it's like an H H Helms. That's what I think of uh, The Exorcist. It's like an H H Helms home. You know how he had like hidden doors that went nowhere. And certain doors that you can walk in, but you can't walk out. And they were like soundproof rooms and stuff. That's what I think about The Exorcist. Halloween, it's like a hallway with no doors. Just a door at the end of the hallway. You know what you're getting. I'm <laughs> getting out of here. And it's an exit. That's it. That's what I think of Halloween. All right. Well, Halloween was a fun day for me. Um, we uh, 
we have a lot of crazy friends that wore some funny costumes. Oh, yeah. Most deaf. Um, we have a friend named Diego. He's actually the man. He's the guy that uh, performed the wedding ceremony for me and my wife. And he was dressed as Eleven from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, we saw a lady who used to work at our school mm-hmm. dressed as uh, one of the... Uh, rape victims of uh, donald trump yeah she was wearing a black dress and she had uh, orange handprints in her cro- uh, crotch area that was pretty good it was like one of those subtle things that if you see it you, you laugh about it. but it was that was funny i actually i also saw um a guy who i work with he he went as um the nightmare before christmas he went as jack but he didn't go as just regular jack he went as jack from when he was dressed up as Santa Claus. Oh, that's cool. So he had stilts. So he he was really standing about, I would say like, uh, let's give him like <clears> 10 <throat> foot tall. He had stilts. And he won a couple of contests just based off of that. He had the whole red suit, the whole beard. He made his own helmet mask thing. And I was like, yo, how many contests did you win? He says, oh, man, we went out on Saturday. Um, he said, we won a couple. He said, we won the best couple because... His girl was dressed as, uh, damn, I forgot the girl. Sally? Yeah, Sally in the movie. But, you know, she didn't have any stilts. She just, she was just a sexy Sally. That's what she was. <laughs> and uh, they won that, that uh, one best couple. But he didn't win individual or anything because you can only submit in one category. You couldn't submit in all of them. Mm. I'm like, yo, dude, you should have just went around South Florida just going to different parties and you would have killed it. <laughs> you would have you won every single one. Because I know there was a... Um, one that was happening at Boat Campers that you could have won a contest and the 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 total prizes were about it was about like ten thousand dollars or something like that. It, nice. it was it, it was not cash money, but you're like, Oh, you can get this, you can get that, you can get all that stuff. But the the cool thing about that is that you can actually submit in different categories. Oh, okay. So he could have won that clearly, just based off of that alone. But I mean that was that was the coolest outfit that I seen. I saw a couple of Pikachu's, sexy Pikachu, not so sexy, <laughs> dead Pikachu, and I mean. And you said earlier before this podcast that you saw more. Saw you more were expecting Eleven. to see more Harley Quinn. Yeah, I was expecting to see more <clears throat> Harley Quinns. I think everybody was, but then we saw more Elevens. Uh, there was Stranger a lot things. more Elevens than there were Harley Quinns, which was shocking to me. But I think that's good because at least. It allows people to be more creative. What, 11s? Yeah. There was a lot of people walking around with Egos. Legos. No, <laughs> Egos. I said it right the first time. Yeah. A lot of people were walking around with that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, I get it. You got a shave head. You're 11. <laughs> but I mean, Diego's outfit was just funny just because he was dancing in the street when I saw the video. <laughs> and I was like, dude, this is like the 16th video that I've seen him just dancing in the street <laughs> and wearing different outfits like uh i mean there was a uh, last month i think it was like once a month that he just danced to the street. there was <laughs> one that he was climbing up uh like some type of rafting which i don't even think is uh you're supposed to be climbing on top of and he was just dancing i was like look at that video like this guy man <laughs> this guy is a loose cannon <laughs> this guy is a loose cannon man. but that's what um <clears throat> that's what i saw it was it was a pretty cool Halloween. I wish I would have went out, but I didn't because I had it landed on a Monday and I had to work at a, 
I had to be in like Boca Raton, was basically like a forty-five minute drive, around like seven o'clock in the morning. And then by the time I got home, it was already like five. Then I was like, man, I can't go out. <laughs> but I, so I didn't. I just stayed home, which was a, a a better choice because I just got a lot of rest and because I had to be up early the next day. Hmm. All right. Uh, <clears throat> next up, something that we weren't able to talk about. In the last episode, though, we said we were, but mm. um, I guess we just got too caught up in that awkward, funny conversation with Martin <laughs> and his shorts that he was wearing at the beach. I don't, I don't believe him. Oh, by the way, you said in the last episode you were gonna watch the English Patient, did you? I did. I did watch it. And what's your review? I'm not gonna say anything no? until Martin get back on his podcast and tell me that he watched the the Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. <laughs> I want to know what's his uh, thesis on the Power Rangers, <laughs> okay. and I give him my thesis. All but, right. I'm just going to give you a little sample. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. Does it deserve to win an Oscar? I don't think so. But maybe I'm judging it based on what I've seen today. That movie did come out in the 90s, right? Yeah. It was a it was a hard find, to be honest with you, because I looked online and <coughs> it wasn't on Netflix or anything. It was like Netflix rent to uh, get to your house kind of thing. And my last hope was uh HBO and it was on that. Yeah, yeah really. It was on HBO. Wow. I was like, okay, here we go. And I was I was turned off as soon as it said two hours and forty five minutes. I was like, oh shit, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. But I did it. Oh my god! It started off slow. Yeah, no, actually, it's a slow movie. <laughs> it's like, <sighs> okay, I get it. But you know what? Hey, congratulations. And that dude in that movie, I forgot the guy's name, but... Is that Ralph Fiennes or Fiennes? Where is he now? I don't know if that's the actor, though. Well, is that the same dude who played Jesus Christ in The Passion? No, that's Jim Caviezel. Oh, what happened to him? Well, Mel Gibson just announced he's doing the sequel to The Passion of the Christ, so... What was it called? It's gonna be... I... Jesus oh. Back? No. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back, Guess who's back, back, back again. <laughs> uh, no, I forget. It's the the something. It's gonna have like of the Christ in the title, so it's gonna be the blank of, of the, the Christ. Christ. I don't so know. It's be another one of those. But it's movies. but it's gonna be about like the Easter, like the when he comes back to life. Um. All right, moving on. Oh, speaking of that, let's talk about the Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. that's really what I was trying to get to. We uh, we said we were going to talk about The Walking Dead in yeah. the last uh, Halloween time. episode. And we didn't get into that. Talk about Walking Dead. Um, so. Ooh. <clears throat> yes. All right. So The Walking Dead. Um, I didn't get to see this last episode, so I'm not really gonna. I'm not gonna help. No, but much. we could talk about the. But we the, could talk about the season premiere. Season premiere, which I thought was the best season premiere in <clears throat> The Walking Dead in a long time. I 100% agree with you. To tell you the truth, I think I I honestly, from all the previous seasons, I don't remember being this emotional in any of the other season premieres like i remember one of the episodes but it, i don't think it was a season premiere when rick's wife gets shot by the sun like after she gives birth you know, or whatever i really wasn't uh shocked about that kind of stuff but like like yeah that episode i don't even think that was a premiere but 
Yeah, that was it was it was emotional, but it was like one of those things like and you know, you you kinda know it's gonna happen or maybe you don't know it's gonna happen, but you're not surprised that it happened. This episode was like Yeah, when when Rick's, heartbreaking man. Yeah, the episode that you were talking about, when Rick's um wife was about to bite the bullet uh, so to say, but so to speak. Um I mean I already was like, nah, I'm over her because um She's already done some shady shit. And I was like, well, I'm already over the whole situation with that. But this whole thing, uh, I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't already seen The Walking Dead uh, season premiere, you're already like three weeks. We're already three weeks in, uh, sort of whatever. So if you haven't seen it, you've already been spoiled already. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You've already been spoiled. I know a guy on Facebook. You know him too, Paul. Uh Uh-huh. Who was in uh, Nice Guys Finished Last, oh. the first movie I directed. Yo, he's been posting a meme every single day about Glenn dying. <laughs> <laughs> There's a picture of like raw hamburger meat uh-huh. like wrapped up and it's like new Glenn action figure. <laughs> I saw the one that he posted up with. Uh, <clears throat> it was a pumpkin that was smashed and he says, oh, uh, uh Glenn's, uh, what you call it? Somebody made a, a Glenn pumpkin. <laughs> oh, Jack O' Lantern? Yeah, Jack O' Lantern. And it was just a smash <laughs> pumpkin. I was like, damn, man. This um, is messed up. <laughs> but not only was it emotional, but it was also our first glimpse of the new villain, Negan. Yes. Which has to be One just of off of the first episode. Yeah. He's already a fan favorite. Yeah. Like, it took a while for us to adjust to the governor. It took a while for us to adjust to, uh, what was the name of the guy? From the two first two seasons, who was like Rick's opposite, uh, my Shane. Best friend? Yeah, Shane. Yeah, took us a while to get used to him. It took you know, but this guy just off of the first ep- episode, you realize he just this is Rick's <laughs> arch nemesis. If yeah. Rick is Batman, here's the Joker. Like mm-hmm. this is the antis- uh, antithesis of uh, Rick and. Uh, Pat, you you brought up a good point um, several days ago. You you and I we were talking about The Walking Dead, and you were saying how, um, like you were comparing him to the governor. And uh, I'm trying to remember exactly what was it that you said. You made a good point on why the, this guy is so much more evil than all the previous villains. Oh, it was the whole thing about the governor really wasn't uh, <clears throat> that evil because it was like. He had other people to, he he was basically doing the, the evil was just to, you know, it was just for other people. Right. Like, oh, I'm protecting my, my clique kind of shit. This guy is like batshit crazy. You know what I mean? Like, he, I, to be honest, I think he would kill his own, his own men. I think the only reason why they follow him is because, you know, he's the craziest out of the bunch. We might as well be crazy with him rather than being crazy against him because, Going against crazy like that will just get you killed. But if you're with that that kind of crazy person, you you'll live a lot longer, kind of shit. Especially in a, a world like that, it's it's a different world, man. You remember when um we we're having that conversation and uh I think you brought up the whole thing about uh they had a flashback of what Negan did prior to um, oh yeah in the comic books they show like flashbacks of like who he was before all that. And he was a, a school a PE teacher. He was a PE teacher. <clears throat> I mean, so basically, that means like any one of us could have been Negan. If a zombie apocalypse was to take place, all you need to to get to that point is, 
I mean, I don't know his backstory or his history because I haven't read the comic books, but I can see, like, if you was to lose everybody that you know or everybody that you love in one, in one day or one week just by some, uh, some crazy incident as a zombie apocalypse or some type of virus and you were to fend for yourself, dude, it's like all bets are off. I'm killing everybody. Whoever wants to roll with me, you can roll with me. But whoever's opposed to me, I really don't need you around. Because at that point, it's, it's not even about, um, let's say, it's not even about, like, oh, uh, I don't like this person. You know what? I'm going to make him, I'm going to keep him around. I'm going to put him in jail kind of stuff. Like, nah, I don't like this person. I'm going to kill you right now because if I have you around later on, there's a chance that you might kill me or you might get in the way. The same thing that happened to Glenn in last season, <coughs> and that same dude that he had a chance to kill when they were stuck on a garbage can, and what did that guy decide to do? Shoot himself in the head and fall on his body. Fall on Glenn's body. We all thought Glenn was dead then. Yeah. And we're always like, yo. I mean, everybody came to the conclusion like, yo, you have to kill your problems right then and there. Because next thing you know, you might have, like, zombies having a buffet, like one of those. <laughs> which was funny, because if you really think about it, it's like one of those Asian restaurants that's in Japan that I've seen the movies with a naked girl who has sushi on her body. I don't know if they try to do that just for... Because Glenn is kind of uh, Asian. I hope he gets work. I hope he gets work, because I know he's not going to be on The Walking Dead anymore, but it's just like, damn. I hope he he doesn't become, like, typecasted as, like, someone who gets brutally murdered oh, in everything man. he works in. Oh, I'll man. be even more sad. Um, but, yeah, really emotional episode. I think it was a good way to, like, it was like a rude awakening. It woke up yeah. everyone. Um, and I really can't wait to see where this season goes into. And now, you know, they're introducing Ezekiel, who has a tiger. Yeah, I know they wasted a lot of fucking special effects money <laughs> on that tiger. I know they're going to try to get rid of that tiger as soon as possible because that's a lot of money. <laughs> and, you know, I'm actually surprised this uh, this uh, last episode, the first episode of this season, is um, was directed by Greg Nicotero, mm-hmm. who has directed a lot of episodes this series. And I always felt like there was times where I... Because I, he's not, like, a director-director. He was a guy that worked in special effects his whole life. Now he just started picking up directing. And I felt like there were some episodes that might have been a little bit fun to watch, but, like, there wasn't a lot of, like, emotion. Um, but I think he came through on the first episode of this season. Like, he he's really buckling down, and he really wants to, he really wants to hit us where it hurts the most, which is the heart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that whole scene with <clears throat> Megan and uh, Rick... And even and not and, and not even Rick or Glenn, dude Abraham, that was like crazy. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, yeah. like a soldier. Which 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 hit do you think he actually died on? It wasn't the first one. It definitely wasn't the first one. I don't think it was the second one. It might have been the the, the third f- one? more of the fourth. The fourth one. Glenn definitely did die on the first one. I don't think the second one killed him. I think it was the third. Fourth. Oh my gosh! Shit. But hey, I mean, what's the name of that? Uh, his bat? Lucille. Lucille. The vampire bat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Walking Dead, uh, we'll definitely get more into it um, in the following uh, podcast episodes as we dive in deeper into the season. Yeah. Um, next up, movie trailers. A bunch of movie trailers have been released. Uh, 
simultaneously, really. I mean, it's just a fun time to watch movie trailers because there's so yeah. many to pick from. Mm-hmm. Um, first up that what we're going to talk about is um, Wonder Woman. Um, I think it's been a while since a trailer theme song has made you want to play the air guitar. <laughs> This one really makes you whip out that air guitar really, really, really strongly. Uh, so, yeah, the new trailer for World Wonder Woman has come out, and everyone's talking about it, so we're going to talk about it. Pat, what do you think about the new trailer? Um, Yo, I'm into it. This trailer is dope <clears throat> as fuck. It has that whole Captain America feel. I, I was telling uh, Kevin before that, yo, man, this is um, DC's version of Captain America, and they're killing it right now. It's World War One. I could tell because of the weapons, and the only reason I could tell because of the weapons is because I played Battlefield One, and that's about <laughs> World War One, and they're using one of these single fire weapons, shit, all over the map, and um, yo, um, the moves that she's pulling off, the whole little secretary look and everything, I'm like, yo, this is gonna be an awesome movie. And you even said uh, this might be like the Captain America yeah. of uh, the DC, DC movies. Yeah. Which, which is like, you're basically, DC's already, it's like, they're already out to sea, but the ship is already burning, and next to <laughs> you know, you have this uh, Captain America, Wonder Woman, this Wonder Woman, Captain America-esque movie that, man, I, I think it has promise, but you know what, I said the same thing about Suicide Squad, and even though I haven't seen the, the extended cut, I'm still holding true that Right now, in the DC universe, <clears throat> I'm gonna have to say that Suicide Squad is like um, number two on a, the top top five DC movies right now. N- number one being Wonder Woman, and I've only seen the trailer. So you think Wonder Woman's gonna be like the rescue boat for this uh, ship that's burning? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> I think everything's gonna. Uh, I think DC is basically as soon as this movie come out. They're going to shift gears and just be like, all right, you know what? She's going to be the captain now. Like, <laughs> like you're Captain Phil. I am I'm the captain. I am the captain now. She's going to be the captain now. Uh, Look at me. Batman's Look gonna, at me. Yeah, Batman's going to he's gonna take a second seat. Superman's going to take a fifth seat because they've tried with that guy. Can't do it because uh, the way that uh, Zack, Snyder. Zack Snyder directed him, it's like it's not Superman. Yo, everybody knows that Superman is supposed to be, you know, he's supposed to be like this beacon of hope. He's supposed to be a beacon of hope. Wonder Woman looks more like Superman than Superman. Yeah. yeah. And remember <laughs> we were having that conversation, we, I think we had that conversation on the podcast, uh, that uh, Captain America took over what Superman was. Because yeah. his whole thing about, uh, nobody really wants to go for the guy who's unbeatable. Nobody wants to, everybody likes an underdog. Wonder Woman is an underdog. Captain America is an underdog. They're both underdogs just because, yo, they can't they can't fly. I think she could fly. Well, no, she, she got she an invisible fly. jet. She has an invisible jet. She yeah. has an invisible jet. Which I don't think they're going to use in the movie. They better not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they have to use weapons. They have to use. I'm surprised that she got a fucking shield. I thought she only had a whip. But okay, we'll do that too. That's more of a Captain America <laughs> thing. But okay, she got a shield, whatever. But um, it's just that. I need my heroes <coughs> to have like flaws. Like when you think of Superman, it's like, oh man, 
it's it's basically like um when you were a little kid and you were playing you were playing uh like Power Rangers or something like that and you say oh yeah I'm the Red Ranger somebody said oh I'm the Blue Ranger I'm the Black Ranger and somebody said yo I'm the White Ranger it's like oh, come on man. <laughs> why would you do that cuz I mean nobody can beat you dog like you're unbeatable you're unbeatable. you don't do that kind of stuff it, you just you Superman as cool as he is a character He's just the fact, his lack of flaws makes him flawed. Kind of that's why that's why I don't like about his his whole like oh I can fly around. Even though they say oh Lex Luthor is supposed to be his nemesis, but I'm like really, really Lex Luthor and the Lex Luthor that they pick is like yeah really yeah that was that was I think one of the biggest flaws for me has been the casting except for Ben Affleck. I really liked Ben Affleck yeah. as Batman. I think the Ben Affleck but movie the Lex Luthor was just. Cool I think that's gonna be. I just need to know that in the middle of the movie, there needs to be like a, that 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 turning point that is like, oh yo, this hero may lose this battle because he's not strong enough, and he has to use something else, or she has to use something else outside of her wheelhouse or his wheelhouse that's gonna bring it all back together. I can see that with Wonder Woman because um, from uh, from the trailer, it looks like she could dodge bullets, but she can actually get shot just like everybody else. Yeah. Maybe she can heal fast, just like Captain America, because Captain America can also get shot. And you can see them dying. You can see them dying, but you know the fact that they have fast uh, reflexes and stuff like they are able to dodge bullets. They're <clears> able to <throat> do that kind of stuff, and they have weapons. But I can see in the movie like, oh snap, they don't have any more weapons. The only thing is they have to, uh, is uh, just their environment kind of thing, and they're still kicking ass. I like those kind of scenes. I don't like this whole little, this whole thing about Superman that yo he's so impenetrable that he doesn't even he doesn't even use weapons. He uses his he he is a weapon, <laughs> and you know what? I think if they want to do anything with DC, they should do that. They should yeah. basically have Superman just turn into a weapon. Okay. And he should be a, <clears throat> he's a beacon, man. He's supposed to be a good guy. I don't like this whole oh he killed someone, he fucked up the city kind of stuff. Yo, Superman the movie should have been so happy go lucky and so colorful that it's like it should have been disgusting. That's what I think Superman should have been. I know that they you know everybody oh it should have been real. No. We got Batman for that shit. We got Batman for the whole gritty, the darkness kind of thing. I mean he is the dark. I mean, he was born of it or made from it, whatever <laughs> Bane said, whatever. But Superman should be like a beacon of hope and light. So his movie should have basically just been him saving the day, getting the job done, sunshine, and then there's some darkness because there's some villains, Zod and stuff like that, and he's destroying these guys. But he's trying to... And to make... Just to make the movie better... They should have showed Zod trying to destroy the city, yeah, and Superman stopping whoever he's fighting just so he can try to save the city. Yeah, and like he's putting his life on the line to yeah. save the city, so they that so that there is no destruction. Like yeah. he's, but it seemed like he just didn't give a shit. He, like he, he was throwing Zod <laughs> through buildings. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna use this building to hurt you with." And yo, none of them had a a, a look of like "ouch" on their face as they're going through these buildings. They didn't show any of that. I don't know. We'll see, man. Wonder Woman. uh, We'll see how that goes. 
I think Superman should stay dead for like at least three movies, four movies. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he comes back, he's like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, you guys took care of everything. Man, cool. It's, it's like that person that you invite to the party, but then it's like, oh, man, you're, you're a piece of shit. And then you tell him, hey, man, we need more ice. So he leaves the party, then the party just like pop. Then he comes back like, oh, man, you, got, you, got, you brought the ice. That's just cool. So, Yo, you didn't get the right bag of ice, man. You forgot the cups. You forgot the cups. We told you to get cups. You didn't tell me to get cups. We told you to get, get cups. cups. No, but, but you didn't. Get hey, you cups. heard me. You heard me, right? You heard me. And then the person in the back, yeah, yeah, yeah he said get cups. Get cups, man. <laughs> Go grab those cups, man. We need them. We need the cups. I see a stack of cups. Those are but really it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Get the cups. Get the cups. <laughs> That's it. Yo, Superman is that guy. It's like, yo, you shouldn't be at this party. But you are here. You're here anyways. So won't you go ahead and do us a favor and just leave <laughs> and do us some errands? That's what Superman is. All right. Next up, uh, next trailer that has recently come out has been the new trailer for Doctor Strange. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I didn't know what to think about Doctor Strange in the beginning because I honestly did not know much about this character. I just started researching about him. Mm. Um, so I guess you could say I'm jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, but on this yo, one. I'm the same way. I saw a Doctor <laughs> Strange cartoon uh, thing that came out like earlier this year or earlier within the 2000s. And uh, I saw it and I was like, yo, I'm not impressed with this guy. And, and I just stopped watching it halfway <laughs> through it. Um, to this day, I still I'm not impressed with him. But uh, I am I am excited to see what uh, these special effects are going to really be like in this movie. We just mm-hmm. saw We just finished watching a clip right before we started recording. Yeah. Uh, which was like a chase scene, and visual effects look uh, pretty impressive. Yeah, they look pretty impressive. Um, I know so far the early reviews have been really positive for this movie. Um, I know Rolling Stone already went and said that uh, this might be the best Marvel movie so far. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, I think I'm just more interested in seeing something other than like you know like the typical hero like this one's diving more into like magic and other dimensions mm-hmm. and i think this is something we just have not seen um in the marvel movies so i think yeah. i'm just i'm just more everything, really so far everything with marvel has been based off of uh like science or some shit right science or aliens nothing really delved into the whole magic and that, spiritualism, yeah, spiritualism and all of that stuff. so i'm interested to see how this is going to fit into that because i know i think this is going to be a big part of the whole uh uh infinity war yeah you know there's going to be a lot of this magic stuff incorporated into it so we'll see how that goes uh benedict cumberbatch take a vacation man <laughs> Shit, <laughs> this guy's just everywhere, man. He is all over the place. Yeah, I think the next season of uh, about to say Hocus Pocus. What's the name of that goddamn show? Uh, Sherlock is supposed to be coming out in January, which I'm looking forward to. To those three episodes that come out for one season, which is like, which is understandable because each episode is a movie because it's an hour and thirty minutes long. But still, man, don't. It feels like years go by <laughs> because it comes out in January, but I don't see it until Netflix releases it and Netflix doesn't get the rights to it until like six months down the line. <laughs> Even though I have BBC on my uh, on my Comcast, I just I just can't watch regular television. <laughs> I, I need my commercial free TV. <laughs> I need it. 
next trailer, Life, which we just finished watching just a little while ago, right yeah. before we started recording. Um, we got Life, and then there's also the movie Passenger, mm. which is... A lot of these movies are, start, are starting to look like a little bit like Gravity, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking Gravity and Inception. Not Inception. Uh, what's the name of that other movie by uh, Chris Blum? Oh, Interstellar? Interstellar. Maybe because I just... I rewatched Interstellar not too long ago, but I'm getting that feel. Uh, so life, basically, just from the trailer, from what we picked up, was it looks like movie takes place in the future. Uh-huh. Um and I'm assuming maybe uh, life has is almost wiped out on Earth. So it's like a group of astronauts trying to discover, or they just discovered new, new life, life beyond Earth, and they find this like single cell organism that happens to like eat this guy's arm. Yeah. It looks like from the trailer or something. And it basically, if you think about it, the trailer is almost like Alien. Yeah. Like this That's one little organism kills this one guy. Now they're all under attack Yo, in the space you station. Know the first time I saw that trailer, my, my whole thought was like, well, I guess we're blowing up this fucking uh, space station. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. This whole, we're sending this shit right back into the We're sending this shit right into the sun. And we're blowing up the space station because we're not going back down to Earth. That's it. If I was on that space station, that would just be it. I'm like, yo, I'm going a, I'm to a take like a, a fistful of uh, morphines. I'm going to die. And I'm guiding this space station right into the sun because uh, I am not bringing back whatever he got to Earth. <laughs> I'm not bringing it back. <clears throat> I don't want to be the guy who bring, uh, who brings back something that's more scarier than Ebola. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so then the other trailer is Passenger with um, Chris Pratt and uh, Jennifer Lawrence. And it's basically these two astronauts that are, I think they're responsible for repopulating another planet yeah they have to and to they're put into like this hypersleep but something wakes them up like six months prior to the day is it six months yeah I, okay no no it's, it's like years. yeah it's like no no but like it's a lot of years yeah. like it's almost to a point where they're gonna die before the next before all those people wake up yeah but there's like a mystery like who woke them up yeah, like something something up. went wrong um I think it's just their robot servant who's probably designed to that kill. That gave me a, a vibe of uh, The Shining. Okay. That whole robot <clears throat> servant thing, that gave me the vibe of The, sh- of the, oh, the Shining. The bartender? The bartender at the... I don't know if they shot that scene just to look like it, but as soon as I saw it, I was like... Even before I found out that it was a robot, I'm like, ah, this looks like The Shining. Is this The Shining in space? <laughs> I said, that'd be dope if it's the shining of space. <laughs> Is it? And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, They're yeah. into each other, I think. <laughs> um, and then, movie that I'm really looking forward to, Train Spotting Part 2. Oh, wait, we forgot one more trailer. Which one? Uh, um, I was going to play. That, uh, the one about uh, the translator from and the spaceships <clears throat> land on Earth, and they need the translator. Oh, that Arrival. The 11th, the that arrival comes out the 11th. Next week. That comes out next week. Arrival, starring Amy Amy Adams. Adams. Um, who else is in the movie? Lawrence Fishburne. Nah, it's uh, the dude who played Hawkeye. He's in the movie. Yes. Lawrence Fishburne is in the movie. I could have sworn I saw Lawrence Fishburne. Two movies in two months. Oh no, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker Whitaker is in the movie. Forrest Whitaker. 
Um, this movie is directed by Denis Villeneuve, who is he is climbing my list of favorite directors, man. This guy, this is the same guy that directed Prisoners. He directed Sicario. Um, he directed Enemy, that weird movie that we saw with Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, you know what um, that means, man? This movie right here, the ending is not going to be like one of those, hmm, I'm satisfied. I know what's going on. This is going to be one of those movies like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. I love that because if it's really like that, we're going to be talking about this movie for like the rest of the week. And I love that feeling. I love leaving the theater still talking about the movie. If I'm walking out of a theater and I don't want to talk about it, it's because the movie wasn't good. It wasn't good. It didn't draw me in. But if I'm still talking about it, like, dude, it was good. Because there's times where we watch movies that were so good that like, We'll get into discussion. Like, Pat and I will we'll talk about, like, we'll try to interpret scenes. And we'll try to interpret, like, the symbolism. Yeah. And that's a good movie. The director is, like, it's like the director's giving you, like, this homework, mm-hmm. you know? And you just, and the, the assignment is talk about it, you know? That's what a good movie is. And this guy does that a lot in his movies. So, hopefully, Arrival's a good film. Um, it... It's you know just by looking at the trailer alone, it looks like you know Amy Adams is hired She's to communicate. Yeah. To and if you really think about it, we haven't seen that in a movie. I think in Independence Day they tried doing that. Remember the scene where they try to the uh, communicate with the helicopter, mm-hmm. and then the spaceship just blasted it. Because if you think about it, how the hell do you communicate to another organism? Like, we have a hard time communicating to people on the other side of the Earth. Mm-hmm. How the hell do you communicate to someone from another galaxy? It's like, what? Like, with, with shapes? With sounds? Like, what? <laughs> like well, we could do, like, a uh, uh, spotless sunshine of a fifth kind. <laughs> what? Is that the name of the movie? Spotless, sun, uh, spotless sunshine of the eternal. The fifth gate. <laughs> the fifth kind. Close Encounters of the Third fifth, Kind? Close Encounters. <laughs> that movie. We can do like that movie. Boom, 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 boom. That's lights. Lights and sound. <clears throat> but what if like... Like, do they even listen to music? Do they even have that thing where they listen to... You, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what if to us, boom, 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 is something sinister to them? You know, like... That's what this movie's going to get into. That's why I'm really interested to see what direction this movie goes to because, you know, how? How do you do that? How do you communicate? Mm. I'm thinking too much about this trailer. No, no, um. you ain't thinking too much. <laughs> and on top of that, man, it's already a losing battle. Even though, because me, yo, they got to Earth. We haven't got to their planet. They already got, they got higher technology than we do. It's not going to be one of those fights that's just going to be fought on uh like just uh like just ground it's gonna be aerial i hope you know what you know what i actually think will be cool if there is no fight she's trying so hard in the movie to crack this code on how to communicate and once she finally does it's too late world has ended yeah that's what i think is gonna happen me personally i think the last scene is gonna be her on a building like her inside of like a building and she's gonna figure out that they want a piece or something, but you're gonna already see missiles from all these different uh, countries just going on it and sh- credits. <laughs> like, sh- credits. That's it. I just want the missile to just try to come at these buildings, or come at this spaceship, and then boom, just see credits. 
just to be like, what happened? What but happened? um, and uh, another thing about this director is I feel like he's starting. He's gonna become another Christopher Nolan. Why you say that? He's gonna make these really complex movies. Who, by the way, who is the highest paid director, uh, living right now? Really? Yeah. More than Steven Spielberg? Yeah, he's the highest paid director. Steven Spielberg is more producer now. No, well, Steven Spielberg still directs. Yeah, but uh, Christopher Nolan got the whole, uh, he's the highest paid director. Even more than Michael Bay, too? Damn. Because, yo, Michael Michael Bay's not a great director, but his movies make money. They make though. a lot of money. They make a lot of money. All right. But I think, I think this guy, Denis Villeneuve, is becoming another Christopher Nolan where his movies are really awesome. Mm-hmm. And they get, like, one nomination at the Oscars. And it's like one nomination, and then no one ever talks about it again. And I'm like, how? They, like prisoners should have taken so. Yo, my wife and I, we do this every year. We we when the Oscar season rolls around, we actually make our own list mm-hmm. of movies that we predict are going to be nominated and are going to win. Mm-hmm. When prisoners came out, we had prisoners under I think like ten different categories, and it was <laughs> literally nominated for I think cinematography, and that was it. Really? Yeah. Not even script. Not even script. You know, I think not even script as something that they just constantly just throw away. Like, yeah, let's give a best script kind of thing. Because they did that to, um, they gave that to Compton. They gave that to Compton. What else movie did they give? Uh, oh, they gave that to, not Life of Pi. What's the name of that movie that had uh, Ben Stiller directed? And he oh, uh, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Yeah, they gave that one to, to that movie. And I was like, yeah, the script was cool. I said, but the visuals, man. What about the cinematography? Because that shit was <clears throat> amazing. Even the, even the fucking, um, <clears throat> even the what you call it? The, the editing was good, but the special effects were awesome too. Yeah. But it didn't. It didn't get none of that. It just seems like if it's one of those popular movies, they're just gonna give it like, oh, best script. I still, I still don't understand how Life of Pi won best cinematography. It was all visual effects. It was all green screen. I don't know how you can win cinematography if it's all green screen. Same thing was to uh, Gravity. Gravity, uh, I don't think it won, but it got nominated for Best Cinematography. Ridiculous, man. Sicario is another movie that I was just like, Benicio Del Toro needs an award. Emily Blunt needs an award. I mean, oh, all right. And uh, Sicario just made me feel like. This war is never going to end, man. <laughs> no, but I was just watching it. And I was like, man, this is happening every single day. And we don't know about it. And yeah. it's like... That's what uh, uh, was Del Toro... That's what he made me feel like... Even though this mission is closed, he has to go to another... Like, he had to, like, oh, I have to do this again tomorrow. But yeah. In case, it was like, oh, man. <laughs> Better you than me, bro. Better you than me, man. <laughs> And then, uh, last but not least, uh, Train Spotting, which is a movie Mm -hmm. that uh, I'm definitely looking forward to because Train Spotting is like one of my top 10 favorite films of all time, especially from Danny Boyle. Uh, Train Spotting 2 is coming out. Same cast. Every character from the first film that we love is back. This movie takes place like over a decade. Uh, past the first one, I mean, they mentioned social media in the trailer, so you know, you know, they're in the the new digital age. Uh, from what I read online, uh, some of the characters get into like the porn industry. Uh, like it's just gonna be crazy. It's it's just gonna be crazy fun. It's supposed to be twenty years later. Oof. Jesus Christ. Um. So looking forward to that too. 
All right, so yeah, man, there that's that's the list of uh, all the new trailers that have come out. Check it out. Let us know what you think about them. Um, next up, uh, Pat. Yo. Got into like a heavy debate oh. with uh, me and our photographer and uh, contributor John Delgado about the office. And Pat, I don't know why for some reason decided to binge watch the office again. I had to, man. I just finished it this week, and and he had some interesting things to say. Some things that are probably illegal to say in several states in the country. What what would you think about the Office, Pat? Um, the Office is a great show. Okay, it's a great show. Um, I know it came from uh, from uh, which across the pond from Britain or Britannia, as they like to call it in uh, certain countries. But to be honest. I think America's office is way better than uh, Britain's office, even though you really can't uh, judge it because they only had like three seasons over there while we had nine. But just based off of uh, the delivery of the lines and everything like that, it was just a better, it was a better TV show. But okay, um, but get to get to the get point. Get to the point. Well, <clears throat> I seriously believe that Michael Scott is one of those characters that you just can't watch too much of because uh, I find myself when he was in the when he was playing the boss, I find myself skipping episodes because he just got me so. Uh, oh my god! It just got me so like weirded out. He like, didn't like, oh my gosh. ladies and gentlemen. He didn't like Michael Scott. I didn't. It's not that I didn't, he didn't like, like him. him. It's just that his character just did so much crazy shit. It's That's like watching it. The Simpsons and saying, man, I can't stand Homer Simpson. It's no. The Simpsons, no. and he's Homer. He can, is The Simpsons. I can binge watch The Simpsons. I could do that with The Simpsons. I could definitely do that with The Simpsons. And Homer Simpson, there was it was like certain years that it was, okay, it was, it was all about Homer. Like, he was doing some crazy stuff. Then there was certain years that it was all about Bart. He was doing some crazy stuff. But The Office, it was like... Michael Scott is just constantly doing some crazy shit, man. It's like, yo, what are you doing, man? Like, I constantly just find myself just saying that in my brain, like, oh, wow, I can't believe it, man. But that's the point. He's that guy. He's that guy. I understand. Like, he does If you watch the British version, the, uh, yeah, what's his name? He is, is the same thing. Yeah, but he's more easy to take in rather than Michael Scott because Michael Scott is just, like, over the fucking top with it. He is over the top with it for real, like seriously, like it's an overdose of what that guy. From so the, when Andy was. took over mm-hmm. as the boss, okay. Now later on, like uh, earlier this earlier two weeks ago, I messaged them because I was like two episodes in from where Andy took over. Now, mind you, I've already watched the the Office the whole season. I already watched it like once. But I watched it like a couple years ago. I'm just getting a refresher. And I messaged them back and I was like, I'm like, yo, hey, um, I think Andy. Yeah, I'll take some of that. I said, yo, I think Andy makes a better boss than Michael Scott. I think he's a better character than Michael Scott. And Kevin said that was blasphemy. And Delgado said some shit along the same lines. But I was like, yeah, man, I think he's a better character than Michael Scott. Later on, I regretted that statement because I saw that Andy was doing some some fuck shit too. Because that whole thing about the boat and going off to Bahamas, I was like, "Come on, man, what are we doing now? 
What are we doing with this show, man? I got a little upset because of that. Because I'm like, oh, come on. I said, you're not even going to take your girl? <laughs> you're not even going to take your girl? You're going you're gonna to go with your brother? That to me was... <coughs> excuse me. Um, That to me was, I think, his biggest mess up. His biggest fuck up. He had the girl, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they were a good couple. And he messed it up. Messed he it ruined up. that messed relationship. It up twice. Well, Michael Scott messed it up the first time. Because uh, at that, what you call it, uh, she she liked Michael Scott as like a father figure <clears throat> in a way. Uh-huh. And Andy wanted, uh, Andy liked Michael Scott as a boss, so he wanted, uh, I forgot her name, Aaron. That was her name. He wanted, I can't believe I remember that shit. He wanted Aaron to, uh, so Andy wanted Aaron to go out on lunch with Michael Scott, but Michael was like, yeah, I don't like her, that kind of stuff. So when he went out... To, when he went out to lunch with her, he was so standoffish. Like, he was just answering questions like, you eh, know, eh, kind of stuff. And he he stumbled and said that, yeah, uh, Andy uh, was engaged to, uh, oh, my gosh, I forgot her name. Oh. The um, church going chick. Yeah. He was, he was engaged to her, but she didn't know. And then she did some freaky shit at the restaurant when she was like, she she put her hair over her eyes and she said, "This is my safe place and shit." And she was slapping herself in the head, which to me I thought was fucking hilarious <laughs> because it was in a restaurant and he was looking around like that's the first time I I saw that Michael Scott was embarrassed for others. I'm like, oh, and he was embarrassed because of what they were doing. Like, oh, that's how everybody feels every time they're talking to you, kind of stuff, man. So that's why they broke up the first time, which was like, okay, that's cool. But Andy, the problem with Andy is that um, his whole way of approaching women was like, it's juvenile. Because he, he was like, oh, uh, uh, I got her for uh, Secret Santa, so I'm going to give her 12 to 12 days of Christmas as a gift. So he gave her like 12 geeses or whatever, 12 <laughs> gooses, whatever. He gave all these different types of shit or 12 drummers. <clears throat> I don't even know the fucking song anymore, but he gave her a lot of shit, right? And um, it was supposed to be a secret Santa, so she comes into the office and she's not a, she's over here getting attacked by all these geese, so she got marks in the face. And rather than tell her that it was him, he says, "Nah, it was me," kind of stuff. I'm like, oh man, that's fucked up. Did the same thing during Valentine's Day. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> At a certain point, you just gotta be like, "Yo, I'm into you," kind of shit. <clears throat> but I, I understand it, just extending it. And on top of that, I seriously believe that some of these shows, you just can't binge watch. There's certain shows that are not meant for binge watching material. They're not binge watching worthy. And the reason why I say that The Office may not be binge watching material or worthy is because, um, yo, you get annoyed of these characters really quick. I got annoyed of Michael Scott real quick. I skipped certain episodes just because I'm like, oh man, he's gonna do some fuck shit. So oh, yeah, but he, of course he is. That's the point. <laughs> that's what everybody wants to see, right? That's no, every man. episode. That's his the point of his characters. He's the guy that fucks it up. You gotta have that one guy who fucks it up. Jim is not that guy because Jim is smart. Just like that, that one episode when uh, Pam hooked up Mike, uh, Mar- uh, Mike with, uh, with her friend. And they were bowling, they were doing this stuff, and he was having a good time. And then he found out that it was a double date, that he went back to the car, <laughs> put on the Kango hat, and says, oh, 
He said, now he said, now nah, all bets are off. And he changed. Yo, I changed. I did not fit into that episode. <laughs> as soon as he went back in, I was like, shut it down. <laughs> shut it down, man. I had to shut it down for real because I'm like, yo, I'm not watching this. This is that fun. Yo, I actually stopped the video. I think it's. I think deep episode. down inside, you just feel bad for him. Yeah, And man. you don't want to see... So deep down inside, you really care about him. Nah, don't do that. You just, you just <laughs> don't. don't do you just don't want to see him you know, in pain. I stopped on that episode <laughs> and I rubbed my forehead like, "Come on, man, what the fuck is going on here?" I'm like, "Why would he be?" Oh my gosh, dog! I just had to go to the next episode. Then I saw that he got some other chick, and I was like, "All right, here we go. We're powering through this." I understand. I don't know what happened between the first four or five seasons, and then him just going like. Totally left, going totally off left field. I don't know what happened. But what do you just, mean? He just got crazier throughout the year, man. It's like that whole thing about that girl, the the, the, <coughs> the date thing, the the date that he didn't know was an actual date. Uh-huh. That was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. It was a lot of shit like that that was just taking place, man. His whole characters. He came in as Fat Albert. Oh, my God. That's awesome, dude. That was funny. The funniest thing about that episode is when when, uh, <clears throat> when, when the people in the, what you call, in the office were questioning him. He said, he said oh, Michael, you, you're, he said, you're impersonating a black person. How am I impersonating a black, a black person? He said, because you're talking like uh, Fat Albert. He said, I'm not talking like Fat Albert. And then Oscar says something along. He says, what about that line? He said, I say, I say, I sit on you. <laughs> Dog, I just started dying because I'm like, oh my god. But you know, there's actually an episode where he doesn't necessarily fuck up. He actually comes through at the end. He, um, it was the episode where they were gonna shoot a commercial mm-hmm. for the company, oh, yeah. and then they watch the commercial at the end, and it's actually like an amazing commercial. Like yeah. it's, it was a dope commercial. <clears throat> it was a dope commercial. That was a funny episode. One of the funniest ones that was like, uh, it was kind of racist, was uh, it didn't have Michael in it, but it had Dwight when he was celebrating his Christmas. <clears throat> but he came in as a, a what you call like a dirty, uh, as they say, a chimney man or something <laughs> like that. And um, <laughs> he walks into the building, right? And he's over here giving out people like gifts, but it's like, like I don't know, like brooms or some shit like that. And then... Uh, one of his things was, he says, oh, he has a, a, a personal slave who, who comes in and stuff like that. He, said, he has a personal slave who, who helps him uh, bear gifts and everything. And everybody's like, oh, Dwight, are you going to do this? He said, no, come on now. So I'm not that sensitive. So he goes into his phone and he texts like. <laughs> They're like canceled. Yeah, like canceled. And then you see, they show a shot downstairs. <laughs> You see this guy walking in with blackface. Oh, you see him like he gets a text and he just just turns around. He just he looks and he just turns around back to his car, dude. I was like, oh my god, that killed me, man. That killed me. <laughs> the show is fucking hilarious, man. I mean, I mean, it, it, it gets me. It gets me choked up some uh, sometimes in different moments, like uh, that whole thing. I mean, the reason why I even started to watch the show again is because Roberto was watching it, and he was already around like uh, season nine or whatever. Oh no, I think it was like season eight when Pam or whatever would get uh-huh. married, and I was like, damn. Now they get married, I'm like, you know, I never had that feeling before and shit like. That. I said, uh, I remember having that feeling when I first saw them get married. You know, I'm like, you know what? 
Let me rewatch it. So I rewatched it, and yo, know, it was the same thing. I was like, yeah, man, it's cool that they they made the shit happen and everything. By the way, I actually went to an office today, and the receptionist was named Pam. Oh shit, which was pretty dope. And I actually <laughs> told her, I'm like, Pam from the office. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she, what you call it? She didn't get it. Ah, uh, she didn't get it. Cause she's a, a fairly older woman, but she didn't get it. But the people who are with, they got it. And then one of them said, "You probably get that all the time." She says, "No, I'm like you've never watched The Office." She said, "No, but uh, my son's like that show." I'm like, oh man, <laughs> so you, you're, you're sitting on gold right there. You just don't know it. Just don't know it. All right, That's so. Ladies and gentlemen, you can send uh, your hate mail to we seen tit. Yeah, go ahead, gmail. send your hate mail. I'm just <clears> saying <throat> that Michael Scott, he's one of those, he's one of those characters that you just get really annoyed of. Him, Steve Urkel, who else is one of those characters that you just constantly get annoyed of. There's a lot of them out there. Um, I can't really think of any right now. Like, you just can't binge-watch these shows. You can't binge-watch these shows. Um, what's another show that you just can't binge-watch because you just constantly get annoyed of these characters? Oh, man. Any character that has, like, a catchphrase that they say. Oh, um, How I Met Your Mother, the whole cast. <laughs> trash. Uh, Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah. The whole cast. Trash. <coughs> All of them. I was, you know, I was, I was thinking about binge watching of Friends, but I'm like, nah, I don't know if I could binge watch Friends because my only, my only favorite episode is the Pivot episode. That's the only one that I like <laughs> just because of that Pivot thing. Other than that, man, I can't, I can't, I can't watch it. I can't watch. It. I could binge watch uh, Seinfeld though. The hell out of that show. That a different world. Do that show. Uh, I, I, I was never big on Seinfeld. I never liked for it. Real? Yeah, never liked it. For real? Yeah. You didn't like the subtle I, nuances? <laughs> I, I, yo, I just didn't think it was funny. I watched it and I was like, I don't get it. What? I don't get it. It's like, it really is a show about nothing. Like, it's, I just didn't get why it was funny. People was, were like, oh, wait, did you see that episode when they said this or they said that? And I watched it and I was like, okay. They gave it away, man. That's I don't know. They gave it away. You just got to watch it. That's why I, <clears throat> to this day... Like, um, I think if I'm, I'm doing, if I, if I watch something before someone else and they ask me what's my opinion on it, I'm just quick to just say, eh, I like it. Say, but you should give it a shot. I might give you like a, a scene or something, but I'm not going to like, like, uh, make you watch it just based on me liking it kind of thing. Because there's a chance that you might watch it thinking like, Hey, you know, it might be a good movie or a good TV show and any like fucking film. <clears throat> Yeah. But if you go in blind with a blank canvas and you watch the show, then you'd be like, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was good. I'm like, all right, cool. But like, there's a lot of movies that um, that people have hyped up and they told me to watch it. Uh, let's say, for instance, uh, just out of the, uh, the English Patient. Let's just say that movie. Okay. And people hyped up and they say that it's a good movie. And then when you watch the movie, you're just like, eh, lackluster. <laughs> movie falls short so many times. What's another movie that just falls short that people uh, boost up about? Uh, oh, I mean, Big Bang Theory. People talk about that show like that <clears throat> show is the best show on television, which I don't understand. I think the people who are watching 
The Big Bang Theory and voting for that show to be number one are people who don't have uh, internet connection. Well, right now, CBS is not doing that well. CBS, uh, Thank you. their shows are falling. They they did a skit about that on the last SNL episode. Oh, for real? They did a skit about how, like, oh, like CBS shows are not being nominated for anything anymore. And Nobody likes The Big Bang Theory. Only people who watch The Big Bang Theory are people who don't have, like, Hulu or Netflix or any of that. They only watch television. Like, remember that time that there was a there was a time that um nothing but uh, all these fucking NCIS CSI uh-huh. all these other things were getting nominated and remember that C, uh, CBS was like the number one TV show um number one network uh, channel uh-huh. because they had all the nominations and everything like that <clears throat> dude yeah. those times have gone because nobody watches those those archaic shows man. <laughs> Those NCIS, CBS, ABC, DFG, those shows are trash, man. Those <laughs> shows are trash. Even though I do like that new Lethal Weapon, I really do like that new Lethal Weapon. It's um, it's Lethal Weapon. That's on that's on CBS, right? Is it? I don't know. I think it's Is on it? Fox. I feel like it's on Fox, but I watch it on Hulu though. I know they got that new Lethal Weapon. That's I'm watching that. I'm watching everything that's on CW, like uh. Supergirl, uh, Flash, Arrow, not DC, World of Tomorrow, whatever they call that fucking bullshit show. Don't watch that because the black guy who's on that show is not really acting black. He's acting like a character of a black person. He acting like how they used to write black characters in 90s and like, 80s. Like the teen movies? Like, yo! <laughs> Let's crack a liking. Yeah, man, you're tripping. You two-step tripping, man. Nobody acts like that. Man. Don't like it. And I know he's British. I know he's British. So no way. Yeah, he's British. Oh, he's the dude. You, you probably saw the movie. Anyway. You definitely saw the movie. Attack the Block. Who's oh, in that movie? Okay. So his American black is not what black is, man. So ever since I saw the first episode, and he was like, yo, yo, what's up? My homies, stuff like that. I'm like, yup. <laughs> shut it, shut it down. I had to shut it down just because of that stuff. I was like, nah, this is not what black is, man. Don't be doing that kind of stuff, man. Don't be doing that kind of stuff. From one of my friends who do watch it, he said, yo, they, they've toned it down a little bit. they toned it down. I'm like, nah, man. He lost me forever. As soon as he started doing that kind of stuff. The fact that he wrote that, he read that script, and, and just like, okay, I could do this. <coughs> Let's me know that British black is different from American black. Because if he thinks, okay, well, this is how black people act in the... Well, that's not my British accent. Well, this is how Americans act. Do This is how Americans act. Let's do it. <laughs> kind of stuff. If that's how British people want to think of, that's how American black people act. They can go. They can go kiss a dick, man. Because that's not how we act. That is definitely not how we act, man. And that shit right there pissed me off. I mean, Gio, just watch the first season of uh, freaking December. Uh, December. DC World of Tomorrow's Forgiveness, whatever the name of that fucking show. Shitty title, shitty show, shitty characters. Papa John's. <laughs> <laughs> um, and last but not least, how are, how are we on time? Uh, oh, we're already an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we wanted to get into uh, something that has been an injustice for over a decade. Mm. Has it been two decades? Nah. Wait, 90. Yeah, it's almost been two decades, I think. Mm. Um, this injustice took place 
in a film widely considered one of the highest uh, grossing films of all time. This film is called Titanic. Yeah. And one of the injustices of that film is the fact that they both, Jack and Rose, could have fit on that table. Mm-hmm. Was that it was a table f- or was it a door? Whatever it was, man. It was a big <laughs> ass big piece of two. wood that you can fit an entire Cuban family yeah. uh, migrating here from you Cuba. Fit three people on that guy. You could have, no, more than three people, but. They could have alternated. <clears throat> they could have took turns on the fucking shit. They could have done a lot of things. All I'm saying is, if I was directing that movie, I would have told the art department, hey guys, um, we're about to shoot this scene. That piece of wood's kind of big. Can we uh, saw yeah. it in half at we least? Saw it in half, so it can at least make sense. Yeah, that she that she can't get on. Like he can't get on. Like it has to be like it has to be the perfect size where they have to look at each other and say, like this is the moment of truth. One of us is not gonna make it, yeah. and Jack knows it's him. He's not gonna make it. But uh, it was a big piece of wood, so we're gonna try to like if you were in Jack's shoes and you saw that big ass piece mm-hmm. of wood. Would you have let it happen like that, no. or would you have gone, Pat? What would what, let's let's uh, let's let's prepare this scenario, mm. this scenario, mm. and uh, you're gonna be Jack. All right. Should I be Rose, or you're just gonna talk to an imaginary Rose? Talk to an imaginary <laughs> Rose. <laughs> and uh, take it away. Hey, Rose. Um... This water is kind of uh, kind of cold. You think you can uh, scooch over? Yeah, I know. I told you before that it wasn't big enough, but I'm looking at the the square footage of this thing right here, and uh, I think we both could just lay down together. I mean, we could both, you know, cuddle on this thing. And um, yo, just just hear me out. If you go to the back of this door or whatever, just let me jump on. You put your weight on the back. It'll, it'll balance itself out because I understand why I'm not able to get on here. It's because you're not balancing this shit out while I'm jumping on there. No, 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 no. Hold up. Listen to me because I'm goddamn cold right now. I'm too cold. Why don't you balance this thing out? Because every time I try to get on there, it tips over. Stay over there and just let me just get on this side right here. You stay on your side, I stay on my side. Nah, I know, I know it just sounds too far-fetched, but babe, 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 check, check it out. I, I'm freezing right now. I may, I may be delusional, but let's just give it a shot. This, I mean, either you live or we could both live. What's, what's, what do you think is the best option? Yeah, I know that'll make a better story if you live, but I know that. I know that'll make a better story, but if we both live this story, we could both tell to our kids. Say how you love me and I loved you and you gave me room. But if I'm telling you, if I die here, I'm going to haunt you for the rest of your life. All right, all right, all right. Stay on the, stay on the, stay on the door. Stay on the door. No, 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 no. no. You know what? I stay right here. And say, so, you know what? I'm warming up. I'm warming up right now. I'm out of pure anger. I'm warm up right now. I'm warm up right now. Thanks, Rose. I want you to look at me right in the eyes. I want you to look at me right in the eyes. This is the last thing you're ever gonna see of me. Now you know what? I'm gonna go to this boat over there. I think I can make that. I think I can make that trip. It's like a mile away, but I can make that trip. Thanks. That's it. And the Oscar goes to Patrick Louis Pierre. And on that note, I think uh, that's it for this yeah, episode. That's it for this episode. Uh, see you guys at the Tell Sleep.
Yes, and I hope you enjoyed that episode. The song that you're listening to is... Uh, Born Slippy by the group Underworld. This is from the Train Spotting album. Uh, I'm sorry, the Train Spotting uh, soundtrack. And uh, if you're one of those people like us that you don't really care about a net, like a certain genre, you just like music if it sounds dope, then I highly recommend this soundtrack. When you watch the movie Train Spotting, there's there's all types of songs from all types of genres of music, yeah. and they're all good songs. Mm-hmm. And this is one of them. I didn't even know about this song. I don't even know who the artist is. Yeah. It's just a dope song, and yeah. it fits the movie you know so what? well. That's my view towards music nowadays, man. If I like the song, I'll get your album. If, if, uh, if you got more than one song on there that I like. But the artist, I... Don't I don't care about you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate when I tell people that. Oh yeah, you know, I really like this song. I like, I like his music. So, oh, he's on tour. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. Is I'm not going to that concert. Yeah, I just want to listen. You tell me this because I'm supposed to be excited. I don't care if he's in concert. I don't care if it's ten dollars. Uh, I just like the music. I'm not going to stand up and watch him sing it or rap it. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going out of my way to do that. He already got my money. Why won't I give him some more? <laughs> nah, man. I like the music. That's it, man. But uh, for the people who wants to uh, email us, once again, you can email us at wecintit at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Just look us up on Google, Yahoo, or Bing. Just Bing us. Instagram us. Uh, just look up wecintit. And you you surely find us. We're at the top. Yeah, not hard to... You know, uh, today one of my co-workers, um, I found out he listened to our first episode of oh, We wow. Seen It. Because uh-huh. I told him about the podcast and he listened to the first one. And I was like, yeah, man, that was a rough one, man. Because we didn't know, like, we didn't have a formula. We didn't know what we were doing. We just kind of, like, winged it. We just said, like, yo, let's just do this. And we did it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I could tell. You guys were kind of like, uh... Oh, yeah. But he, but he actually thought it was funny though. It was like he, because you mentioned we uh, in one segment of that first episode we talk about Blockbuster and like we reminisce about Blockbuster, and you were talking about how like going to Blockbuster was like the foreplay. You compared it to foreplay, and he thought that was like the funniest part of the podcast. So we got feedback and it was good because it was in person. It wasn't like digital, like through an email or anything like yeah. that. So that's cool. That's true, man. It is. I never told you guys about my Princess Blade uh, blockbuster situation, but I just, what you call, I just, uh, this last weekend, Halloween weekend, I just uh, spent some time with a friend who I haven't seen in a long fucking time, and we were talking about a blockbuster that uh, we went to long ass time ago, and it was like a good three of us that we went to go get some movies on Friday, whatever, so all my friends over here getting like, you know, like, some Jean-Claude that damn movie and all of this stuff. And I saw this anime movie, and it was called The Princess Blade. And I was like, well, let me pick this up. And one of my friends walked over to me and says, oh, yo, what you picking up? I was like, uh, <laughs> The Blade. <laughs> <laughs> the Blade. I said, The Blade. He says, oh, what? I'm like, yeah. You didn't want to say The Princess Blade? <laughs> yeah, so I picked it up. And what you call it? Which I bought it, and we all put it in the same bag, whatever. So we're over here driving, we're over here driving to the house, and he's over here in the bag, 
like he says, oh, let me see what everybody got. So there's like a good like four or five movies in there. And he says, the Princess Blade. I'm in the back seat, right? And I already know that I'm about to get it because he says, I'm just, I've seen this dude go in the back. And he reaches in there. He says, the Princess Blade. And he looks back at me. And I was like, what? I was like, what? The Princess Blade. I'm like, oh man, I picked up the wrong movie. He said, nah, you picked up the right movie, man. You picked up the right movie, man. You know what you picked up, dude. To this day, he breathed that shit up, man. I'm, I'm dying. I'm over here in tears right now because it was like, I thought it'd be cool picking up an anime movie, man. They gotta fix those names, man. <laughs> they need to butch it up a little bit. But that's that's all I got to say, man. I hope everybody enjoyed that little that little anecdote <laughs> about Blockbuster. But once again, you just can't beat a classic place like Blockbuster. There's nothing better than going to an actual place and just physically seeing a whole bunch of movies. I, you know what? Last time when I, when I went to Best Buy and I walked through the, the DVD section, I got that whole fucking nostalgia feeling of like, oh, look at these movies. But it's different though because yeah. those are movies you're going to purchase. Yeah. So it's like, I made it, I better make a good choice because I'm going to be with this movie for the rest, the of, rest my life. of my life. <laughs> with the other way, it was like... Yo, I'm only going to have access to this movie for like a day yeah. or a day or two. So I got to make a good selection. And, you and gotta it was, watch it. You gotta I think watch it was, it was more tense. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But that's pretty much it. Um, everybody, I guess I'll see, we'll see you next week or, well, you guys will hear us next week and I see us, but it's just a figure of speech. And enjoy this song as we uh, we're jumping into the club in uh, Canada. <laughs> I hope everybody enjoys this. <laughs> Canada Live. They're in Scotland, by the way. Oh, they're in Scot- <laughs> we're in Scotland. Scotland. And in other news, the Joker strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>